0: Raw TALK RADIO
1: Raw living is a state of mind, a way of being in alignment with your body. Raw living means you put yourself and your body first. Your host, Gita Sidhu Robb, is the founder of Nosh Detox, located in the UK. They offer innovative raw food smoothies sold across Europe you experience it in your skin, your body and your mind. And now it's time for Living Raw Radio.
0: Hello, hello, hello everybody. It's Gita Sidhu Rob and I'm your host and this is Living Raw Radio and we have the most exciting guest on today. You know, it's not when you work in the health space, when you work in anything to do with innovation, transformation. You become very, very picky about it. You become picky about who you speak to, picky about what you do, picky even about particularly the people you pay to go on their courses, to know more about them, to understand stuff about them. And I'm honored to say that Dr. Joanna Martin, who is our guest today, who's my guest today, is one of the few people that I will not only pay to go on our courses, but i literally cross continents to go and learn from her. She is yeah. absolutely Amazing. She's a visionary, she's a coach, she's a catalyst. And yeah, I can hear you giggling, Joanna, but it's true. I literally would. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Gita. It's an absolute pleasure to be on
1: with you. And uh, thank you for that very glowing introduction. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, it is, because you know how it gets, you know, people say, oh, come to this, oh, listen to this, and you're like, oh, but you're just one of those people that I hold in such high esteem, I mean, you're really, really fantastic at what you do, intimidatingly so, I'd like to say, and also, you just have this incredible vision for the space that you actually hold for women which is really really interesting i mean i have statistics here you've worked with and impacted over 70,000 people on four different continents right
1: i have i have busy i don't know how i fitted it all into my life but uh, but i have yes
0: <laughs> yeah i mean and the thing with that is that you've also worked i mean quite solidly with an enormous base Um, because you originate from Australia and then you 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 conquered the UK which is how I first met you and now you're happily on your way to conquering um, the US and and it that in itself is a feat but you've taken uh, what you do and started in a place where you know you started as a doctor really and so just talk to me about how you went from being a doctor to a visionary because I have to tell you I don't think most doctors are visionaries this is just I'm just going to put this out there. (laughs) I I think on that we may we may agree
1: and that's probably one of the reasons I didn't stick around there. Um, Yeah well I I, you know I graduated as a as a as a doctor in in Tasmania in Australia actually so on the other side of the world and um, you know I was a good doctor and my patients and the nurses and everyone liked me but I knew in my heart it wasn't my difference to make? And, and, and I really often talk about this distinction. We can always make our difference doing anything, but are we making our difference, you know, the difference that we kind of feel called to make? And I never really felt yeah. that medicine was that for me. So um, <clears throat> interestingly, I had uh, my next step was, um, was to leave the medical profession and follow my heart, and my heart led me uh, to drama school, oddly enough, because <laughs> I'd always performed the whole way through school and, and university and loved it, and I'd always harbored this secret little desire to be not so much an actor but a, but a director so I thought well I'll, I'll go off to drama school so I went off to um to uh, Actors center Australia which is where um Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman uh went so I thought mm, you know good yeah. job nice school and um yeah. while I was there interestingly enough I went along to my very first personal development seminar um, you know, uh, uh, I didn't even know that industry existed, you know, that there, there, there yeah, were I was say, educators a, out give there. Give me context. To help what system. year is this, Joanna? This is, uh, this would be way back 2003, 2003. Wow. So, um, right. uh, yeah, a while ago now. And that makes me feel incredibly old that I really wish you hadn't asked that question. But yes, 2003. <laughs> no, but
0: it's because you've been doing it a long
1: time. I have. I have. You know, I... I. I um. Well, I went along to that seminar, I thought, Well, this might be the thing, you know, the thing that I want to do. You know, here's this person up there kind of performing, although it's not performing, you're being yourself, but telling stories and making an impact in the world and helping people, which kind of had the the um the combination of both of those drivers in me. So I started my yeah, I started my training as a coach and um and uh, before i knew it you know i was travelling the world speaking internationally and uh, up to audiences of 3000 at a time and you know i was doing that by you know 2005 so i really kind of i I'm, I'm blessed i guess to be right place right time with the right message and the right people around me supporting me on that journey so i i'm i'm really grateful for that and uh yes i've been doing this now I for i think that a lot scary
0: over 10 years right i think years, that's right? necessarily modest sagan <laughs> think about it that unnecessarily modest actually I I, I I really i'm not buying that crap at all i think that <laughs> you've been very dedicated to a commitment it's very i i have to say i've been doing this for a few years now i have i can't count on i on one hand i could count the number of people who said i got this career and i gave it up to follow my heart
1: yeah yeah it's true well, It's funny, you know, a lot of people say that, wow, that must have been brave, that must have been courageous, you know, you trained for six years and then, you know, you've worked as a doctor, it must have been really hard to leave that behind. But the way I see it, and and this will give you an insight into my personality because people do think, wow, that's bold and brave. But the truth of the matter is I knew when I was in year 11 at school that I didn't want to be a doctor. Um, And it took me until my intern year, which is like eight years later, to get up the courage to audition for drama school. So I'm actually a scaredy cat. I'm a total scaredy cat. It took me 8 years of um I, I, uh, when when was it I was in my 4th year of medicine when I found a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron and a yes. uh, great book. And do you
0: know that one? Oh my god, yes. <clears throat> and the writing in the morning, the morning pages and everything.
1: The morning pages, baby. So Is that was, not Julia Cameron? Yeah, that's Julia Cameron. That's it. That's the one. And that those those tools that she introduced me to back then. I have been writing my morning pages now since I was, you know, 18 years old, 19 years old. So um, that's nearly 20 years of of writing morning pages. Now I'm not perfect at it, and having a newborn kind of it went to the side for a while. But uh, but it is still the tool that gets me back in flow and. It was doing that, that work that had me wake up to the fact that I really was not a happy doctor. And it took me many, many years to get up. And I wasn't even a doctor then. I was still a med student. It, got me, it took me many years to get the courage up to go and, and, uh, and start something new. So while from the outside it looks like, well, this instant decision to go and, you know, take over the world and, and, and be, a, be, a, be an actor or a, or a coach – it wasn't that at all. I was just listening to these little inclinations in my heart and taking a lot of what I call mini risks, um, you know, little, uh, you know, rather than, rather than go to drama school straight away, I thought, well, I could find the local drama company in the town where I was doing my um, residency, you know, and, and do a little bit of something yeah. there. And, you know, your confidence gradually builds. So I'm, I'm not a bridge burner.
0: No way. I'm, I don't do things until yeah, well. I'm but- really confident. But I think that that's also a lot about women because women tend to not, they tend to be cautious risk takers. They like to evaluate and they like to course correct. And I see that with my clients, you know, a man will turn around and go, right, throw it all away and do it now. Cause it becomes a project and they throw themselves into it. Whereas women prefer to course correct. I mean, they, they it makes them happier and it makes them feel safer and it's how they approach things. But I would agree it's with interesting that. because yeah, it's interesting. So you're, you as a woman then, Became deeply successful with your speaker training because that's where I—that's what I paid you for, way back when. Mm. Um, which and it, I have to say, it really, by the way, anyone who's listening, it helped so much because I, I you know, it, it just—I was inherently an introvert and I sort of needed a, someone to give me a system, and that's what your 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 shift speaker training did for me. It gave me a system. Well, one thing that I have never forgotten in the training, which I did a long time ago. Is that I always remembered you saying, when you got up on stage, you said, if you're a woman and you're going to speak, ask permission to speak because people prefer it when a strong woman standing on stage does that. They're more prepared to listen to you. And I thought that that displayed the most in-depth knowledge of the way not just women work, but the psychology of how successful women need to interact in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. it's it's true because as you know as
1: a speaker i've seen a lot of i've seen and trained a lot of speakers in my time you know many tens of thousands now and for strong alpha males you know they can stand up on stage and be very commanding and quite instructive in the way that they teach or you know if they're inviting people to participate with them in some way afterwards um you know they can be quite directive about that and and everyone would respond to that but I have also seen in my time a lot of women stand up and be very directive in the way that they speak and, and for women it just lands as bossy do you know um and uh, and yeah. I, I've noticed for myself and I only know this from personal experience because I to to get to the level that I did with speaking I modeled my mentors and interestingly enough of course all of my mentors were um were uh, were men. so I actually turned yeah. into a an american man for a while on <laughs> stage
0: um but then i
1: <laughs> and i realized you know actually then there's something different here maybe i can tap into something else and i shifted then into what i now know to be my feminine energy that what i call soft power that place to where where one can be very strong but um but it's more of a dance there's a lot more permission and there's a lot more um uh, relationship uh, in there, and, and and I now think of speaking, and this is something I tell a lot of women, especially, is if you're speaking, if you're presenting, uh, and this is the same whether you're you know presenting to your board, um, if you've got you know if you've got to make a presentation to your colleagues at work, or uh, you're making a pitch for business in corporate, or you're presenting at your local chamber of commerce. It doesn't matter what you're doing, but for all of us, I think that if we see our presentations as a dance. There's always someone who's leading the dance. Like if you think of partner dancing, you know, there's always um, yeah. the, the man is kind of leading and deciding which direction we're going with the full permission and the collaboration of the woman, you know, but someone has to be in charge. There's, it's the same. And, and in the very beginning, the man asked the woman to dance. So that's where I come from when, it, when we, you know, we talk about um, when we talk about presentations and I think it's the same in business in general rather than getting up there and getting into you know miss bossy boots or mr bossy boots you, you you ask it's ask permission and it doesn't sound weak here's here's where we're heading how does that sound simple as that but that way you get people on board and uh and um and you've got you're now established in the dance you've asked them to dance and then you can take them where you will
0: so have you i mean i guess it must be i mean and, and i i absolutely must say that i use that all the time right because um mm-hmm. The, 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 that has really stood me in good stead um when you so that knowledge has that now impacted the work that you're now doing because you're doing a lot of work with what you're called the empress global collective is that right is that did I get that's name right one? yes yes that's it. and a lot that's of work it. with women within that and helping mm. successful women entrepreneurs so that must be all that background of experience and knowledge you've got are you now using that can you tell me something about that
1: Yes, of course. Well, what happened, Gita, was I was teaching speaker training. I mean, that was my original my original uh, business, and it was hugely successful. You know, we took it to seven figures and two continents within a couple of years, you know, which was awesome. Um, however, there became a point, I think, as I was about to become a mother, um, and I was kind of really um, stepping into my femininity more and more, when A lot of my female high-end clients, so I work with a lot of successful speakers, a lot of, um, you know, successful women entrepreneurs and have mentored them for for many, many years, even as part of the speaker training stuff I was doing, Um, uh, there came a point when the question stopped being about business strategy and started being about, well, how do you do all of that and, you know, and work with your husband full time and and, and travel the world? You live in each other's pockets. How do you manage that? And then when my son James came along, it was like, how are you balancing, you know, work and and, and life? And there was a just dis- I, I I couldn't put it down to a day, but there was definitely a period of about a year when the women I was mentoring, I wouldn't say they stopped asking me about business, but their intrigue and their interest and their fascination became more about the 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 unasked question was how do I kind of have it all as a successful woman. And over the I, I did a couple of little pilot programs and all sorts of things, and got back more to um uh i guess it brought a lot more women's personal development because there's a lot of great personal development out there in the world, but most of it is created by men for men, and I had been on yeah. a, an amazing personal journey where I realized there's a whole new we We operate very differently. I mean you've already identified one thing, you know men tend love to burn their bridges. You only have to read Napoleon Hill and think and Grow Rich, and he says one of the things you should do is burn your bridges. But every woman I've ever worked with, who burnt a bridge, just got stressed out, burnt out, and turned into a bloke in, you know trying to achieve her goals. So um uh, so I think we work in a different way. And uh, and yeah, so to to come you know full fruition, I suppose this year we launched the Empress Global Collective because one of the things we identified is that women work best. Successful women need the support of other successful women to really up level. And I think this yeah. is one of the crucial things. Men are uh, men are brilliant at uh, and women can we can both. By the way, I'm, this is not about gender stereotyping. Both sexes can do both. We can do the masculine energy thing, but, of course, it, it drains us, right? We can, we can set goals. We can go after them. We can be really single-minded in our focus. Um, we can be competitive. We can be aggressive. We can be all of those things. But, you know, we've got a fraction of the testosterone that guys do. When we run out of testosterone, which is the hormone that moderates that kind of behavior, we start relying on our adrenaline and cortisol, and I know your listeners will have, um, you know, be quite uh, aware of that. I'm sure you've spoken about that on uh, that
0: sort of stuff on past um, radio shows. Again and again and again and again. So yeah, it does make a difference. Right. It <laughs> so
1: we burn, we burn out. We if we're kind of trying to, you know, set this big goal for ourselves, whether it be in our business, our our, our career, or whatever area. And we go after it, after it, after it. We're relying on adrenaline to get there, and adrenaline is great for 15 minutes, but we're not supposed to do it for 15 years. We burn out. No. So one of the well, things. Well, this has um, the oh, yeah. horrendous effects, doesn't it? It does. It kills us, right? It kills us. Literally, and uh, so one of the things I um, know stop,
0: stop being a woman.
1: You do. You do. You know, you can grow hair on your face. You do the whole lot, right? So it's it's um, <laughs> it's terrific. But this is one of the things that I noticed for us successful women, what we really need to get great at, and ironically, men tend to do this more strategically than we do we need to get great at something which inherently we're very good at at our core, and that is collaboration. It's giving and receiving please note the second part of that sentence. Yeah <laughs> help and support from others. You know many of us are really good at nurturing, nourishing, giving out and supporting others, but crap at receiving support from others. So that's why we launched um, the Empress Global Collective because we saw a real need for a space of successful entrepreneurial women to come together to support one another and to do it in a way which is luxurious and adventurous and in some of the most amazing locations in the world. We've just come back from our inaugural trip to uh, Paris on the Orient Express, which has been beautiful. And that sense of collaboration and the collective and support, it's been great.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I was waiting for my invitation to that. Like, I was like, you know, just ready, oh. waiting by the train. Didn't... <laughs> oh, I can't believe I that? Like, like, you bad girl. Anyway, so no, the thing is, yes, in all of this, you know, I'm a mother and I'm a businesswoman and I've been a single parent for, for you know, I think about, gosh, really really long time actually when you think about it 13 years so i i'm really i hear all of that And it's one of the reasons i wanted you so much on the show because what i want what i like about you is that you do tend to cut to the chase very quickly and i I enjoy that because i'm that kind of person but i know that when we talked about this you said there are five things that you need to do and these five things will really help what are those yeah so I think if you you know if you're if you're
1: sick what happens women get successful right and then we get really busy and we get this into this tendency of superwoman the archetype of superwoman to have to deliver yep. on all the promises we've made to our family to our business to our to our career to whatever and and yep. I believe to up level as as a successful woman is is even more challenging than getting to successful we can get to successful by you know just sheer grit determination but if we want to continue to grow we need a new kind of energy, and that is what I call this soft power kind of energy. So there's five really simple things you can um, you can uh, focus on, or, or kind of five five pillars, if you like, to sort of step into that. Um, which and the first is to step into leadership. So um, uh, now in the entrepreneurial world, you know we're very lucky because there's a real CEO as celebrity media culture at the moment. People love hearing about you know CEOs and what they're up to. Um, yeah. So we can you know, we can make the most of that and we need to step into that brand ambassadorship. But it's the same in the corporate world, right? Rather than being the doer, the manager, all of those sorts of things, it's about energetically stepping into leadership and I call it the archetype of the queen. You know, the queen is not mm-hmm. out fighting the battles. She's not out doing all of that sort of stuff. She's holding the space for magic to happen. So that's that I first agree. step is rather yeah. than being superwoman tearing around it's stepping to queen does that make sense gita yes totally so that's step one the second well and they're not steps so much as pillars ways to be thinking about the second thing Mm. is i call it uh, it, it, it's collaboration uh and it lands differently depending on the context but it means you know at home get support from your family, your friends, your neighbors, ask more and receive more. We're usually very good at giving, but not asking for that support. But it's, it's also inside of business. You know, if you're successful and stuck, it's usually because people are afraid to hire, to bring in a team because they're worried, you know, um, of how they're going to manage them and do all of that sort of stuff. But, um, uh, you know, most successful entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs I know have got a great, what I call freedom team and they work very collaboratively um, And powerfully with them it's always about you know hiring people better than yourself and it's the same you know in any Uh in any situation go who's the who's the team I need rather than this individualistic pursuit reach out and utilize support and be open to receiving is that second piece
0: yeah agreed okay so the third pillar the third pillar is
1: systems and processes now it's not sexy but I'm talking in every context of your life. You know, in your business, you if you want to up-level, you need systems and processes. You know, look at McDonald's. Use them as an example. Um, in your home life, you need systems and processes. It's really hard to be ex- an extraordinary woman making an impact in the world if there's no milk in the fridge, you know? Um, or coconut milk, <laughs> I case, agree maybe. So you've got to have some systems and processes in place so that everyone's getting fed, and all the simple things are taken. So every area of life, look at how can you create systems and processes to uh, to support you in that. The fourth, um, the fourth one is what I call partnerships, which is um, you know I guess it links back to the collaboration piece, but it's not necessarily people who are supporting you. It's looking at that higher level for those um, those the networks you need to be tapped into. Um, you know, perhaps looking for new business partners or joint ventures that you can do, or um, you know, uh, looking for sponsors and and, uh, and uh, you know mentors and so on. So, thinking in that realm of who's who can help me get where I want to get to quickly in my career or my or my business. Um, and that and comes then very the naturally final, to women, actually. Um, it I it. The, the ability, we've got this in, in ability to do it because, you know, the cave woman in us, when she gets stressed, actually it kicks in the tend and befriend thing rather than the fight or flight. Like that's the whole, um, uh, yeah. we've got it in it. Yeah. However, I would say that we don't do it strategically well enough, right? We're very right. good at looking for connections to help others out. But can, who do I need to be connecting with to grow down my path? We get really weird about it, generally, and we need <laughs> to be able to be told. Okay. Do, do you know what I mean?
0: Yes, I do. Okay, we've got, so, and then the, the, the fifth pillar, I'm rushing you ever so slightly because I've been sitting listening to you for so long, and we've got five minutes. And I want to no, get no, this. The, the, the fifth, fifth pillar,
1: final thing, is just, to watch, is just to watch out for your stop signs, just to be aware when you're holding yourself back. Um, and what's really, uh, um, uh, you know, what's really in your way, which is oftentimes your mindset and your limiting beliefs. So getting clear on those and working through them, baby.
0: So the thing is that with that one, that's really interesting because I always find that um – it's really, I read the, the Gay Hendrix, the Big Leap um, book. Yeah. And for me, that's so much about that. I, you know, it is, women, I think, are our own worst enemies. I was listening to a, a podcast yesterday on investment for women and investment for men. And somebody said that when I get a pitch from a man, I'll halve the num- amount of money they need and their numbers. And when I get a pitch from a woman, I'll double it because women never <laughs> ask for enough money that's
1: it because of how you know how we how we think um and you know we're obviously we're generalizing but it it, this is this is exactly it right where we're we're and if you look at it it kind of makes sense for millennia for millennia we haven't even been allowed in the realm of finance and career it's really only been in the last 50 to 100 years that we've been allowed in the space let alone being empowered in the space that's only really been what 10, 20, 30 years at the most that we've kind of yeah. you know, achieved some level of what we might call equality, and we're certainly not there yet. So our no, genes, true. our our kind of DNA doesn't have the um doesn't have the history. Our very survival, you know, hasn't kind of been pinned on it for for uh, for many many years. So we just don't have the confidence around. Uh, business and and, and money, Um, uh, Claire Zamet says our opportunity has not yet, uh, I beg your pardon, our confidence has not yet caught up with our opportunity or our courage has not yet caught up with our opportunity, which I think is a really great way of seeing it.
0: Yeah, and I think that we'll build those synaptic pathways very quickly. Um, So you are going to make a fabulous offer to my listeners. Um, uh, Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so we've got a, uh, a one-day training actually coming up in London for those who are local to here called Making the Leap. Um, so for any uh-huh. entrepreneurial women who are feeling a bit successful and stuck or feeling called to more but don't quite know how to do it, um, uh, this, is, you know, this is the place to be. It's a, a really simple one-day training where we're going to go through those five pillars I, I mentioned in a bit more detail, specifically with reference to business. Uh, so it's you know particularly for entrepreneurial women they might have got to six figures but want to go to seven or they might be local but they want to go national or national they want to go international Um, they're looking to kind of up level but they haven't for whatever reason and kind of a bit stuck Um, and uh, it's going to be me and um, my business partner empress Suzanne dibble who is an uber successful lawyer she was in the uk's who's through Business Elite for two years running. You know, she's uh, she's very, very successful on board of nine-figure companies, you name it. Um, she's going to be talking about partnerships. And then we have a panel of three leapers, one of whom um, is uh, running an awesome organization. She's got 300 staff, you know, a £3 million turnover. And she's uh, 28 years old, built it all up herself from scratch. Down wow. In it's extraordinary. So we have um, exquisite, uh, exquisite speakers really looking at what, where are those stuck points where women tend to get stuck. Uh, it's it's a it's a women's event, so we, we would love to have you along. And um, if you'd like to come join us, you can get out all the details about it at empressglobal.com uh, forward slash leap. So it's empressglobal.com forward slash leap. And Gita, I put together a little coupon code for your listeners, and if they put nosh, n-o-s-h, nosh. Because um, I thought, you know, that's probably easier to spell than geek for most people. <laughs> um, if they put Nosh into the coupon uh, they, uh, cu- coupon box, they can get thirty pounds off. So it's actually a really inexpensive, um, uh, inexpensive session to start with. Anyway, it's only ninety-seven pounds, but they can get thirty pounds off when they um, when they enter Nosh and come and join us. It's on the when is it twentieth of May, so it's coming up really soon, Friday the twentieth of May. Fantastic. In London.
0: And I'm coming. I've got it in my diary. So I'm also going to be there because I think that Joanna just gives great value. Joanna, thank you so, so much for having been my guest. I'm a huge admirer and I'm a big fan. And I think that what you do is phenomenal. And I have seen it change people's lives. It's helped my life. So I'm so grateful that you were there. And for everybody listening, we'll post the links um, as well. And we'll have them available on the page. And also, you know, you know that you can email us and get that info at noshdetox.com we'll give you those links and see below the stuff will be there but come and join me at Joanna's event on the 20th of May and it has just been such a pleasure thank you so much for for being part of the show thank you so
1: much Gator and thank you for your contribution to the world keep us all healthy while we do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is that too this is living world radio it has been a complete pleasure yet again and it's been one of the more fun shows i've definitely had fun and actually i've decided that that's pretty much going to be what my yardstick is because when you have people that are having <laughs> fun doing what they're doing don't you find that everybody just has more fun <laughs> yeah, it's so this very is much to do rob yeah, with Dr. Joanna Martin, Living Rural Radio, and we will be with you again next time. See you soon.